All right, guys, welcome back to another Paris, Texas, a podcast. I'm here with a longtime friend of mine, um, John Bratcher. Say hey. Hey, what's up? All right, John, so I always start talking, and then I forget to ask the first question. Uh, I've done this multiple times, Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to start out right out and ask you a question. Go for it. Uh, Are you Parisian or are you Parasite? Ooh. Um, Parasite sounds so weird. I know. A lot of people uh, hate that name, but... Peristonian. That was one that someone brought up to me the other day. Not on a podcast, Paris, but Parisianer. Yes. Parisianer. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Parasite sounds weird. I don't know why. Um. Yeah. Long time Paris. I almost said Parasite. So I think it's supposed to be Parasite. Parasite. Okay. And not Parasite. Yeah, Parasite. Yeah, that's. Because the Parasite yeah. is like a. Parisianer sounds kind of cool though. But it does sound cool. Yeah. Yeah. That feels more Paris, France, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not Paris, Texas. Of course, when we say it, maybe it's... we should we should have a Paris, Texas one. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> if y'all have an idea, contact yeah, me. Let me know. Yeah, throw it out there. Um, so, what? So, were you born here, or were you born in Paris, Texas? Born yeah. in Paris. So you're yeah. Parisian, technically. Yes. Yes. I'm born at uh, uh, McQuistion. McChristian. Hospital back wow. when it was back when it was on Clarksville Street, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, have you lived only here? That's it. That's uh, it. Just for for a brief, short period of time, I went to uh, Kilgore College and lived down there for a semester. But other than that, yeah, yeah. And this is still home. So, still home. Yeah. Um, do you, what what was your favorite thing to do as a kid in Paris, Texas? Oh my gosh, uh, you're talking eighties. <clears throat> so uh, I was like when I was born, just by the way. No, it was not. <laughs> 81. No. Quit it. <laughs> I thought we were like the same age. <laughs> sure. Quit it. Yeah, we're the same age. Yeah, you got to edit that out. Right. I can't. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, back then, uh, you know, uh, 80s, it, Paris was a cool place. I mean, I, I always thought it has been, uh, which it's home and it's kind of what you know. But, um, you know, back then I always wanted a mall. I was like, man, why does Paris not have a mall? Um, but, no, just cruising the strip on the weekends yeah i mean everybody would cruise from sonic uh all the way down to lamar avenue and make that big turn into cruising uh, the boo yeah marabou was crazy back then but it was fun you know and it wasn't i mean it wasn't nothing bad no yeah. shootings nothing like that i mean it was just kind of cool place uh for kids to hang on the weekends and stuff you know so it was so, a fun thing to do. So it's safe to say you cruised the boo a couple of times. Yeah, we call it cruising Lamar. Oh. I, I don't know why. Just so my because. generation caller, my age frame, I don't know where yeah. I fall, but called it cruising the boo. Cruising Cause the boo. Because Maribou, yeah. cruising the boo. It was cool because you'd pull in the Maribou and it'd take you about 30 minutes to get yeah. back up by Slow Belk. crawl. And then come back around, you know, and yep. then you'd see your buddy, you know, it's just, it's really cool. Everybody's blaring music. Oh, oh different yeah. Different types of music. Oh, yeah. 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 Then everybody would pull up in the parking lot and just kind of form a little... Uh, groups of their school, you know, and just yeah. kind of hang out. So it was neat. Yeah. So that was one of the things you enjoyed kind of doing. Oh yeah. yeah. That's kind of the community based for kids. That's like yeah, a community based event. <clears throat> it was something to do and somewhere to go, you know, back then. Because other than that, there was movies, which is pretty much all there is now too. Uh, but you would go to the movies, mm-hmm. maybe a little bowling, but nobody really did that. Did that. It was uh, going to the movies or just cruising. So, but back then you had multiple movie options, right? Yeah, you had the cin- you had the cinema, and then you had uh, the downtown grand. So. Downtown grand. Yeah. Do what's do you remember the last movie you watched in that? Ooh, the grand. Ooh, that's. I don't know. That's that's been a few years. I, I remember going one time. A buddy of mine in high school we went to see one of the Friday Thirteenth movies there, and it was just it was kind of comical because there were a bunch of people in there, and it was just 
it was silly but uh, that's the last one I remember yeah and I don't remember which one because there's like 18 of them so uh, yeah, I don't remember which one it was I remember the grand lot going going to the grand lot as a kid I'm I, I think we looked it up the other day because we were talking about the grand the last movie I saw in there was the Titanic and I'm pretty Ooh, sure that was like cool. within a month or so of it closing oh wow so because we looked up when Titanic released and then when did that close down officially what and year oh man I don't uh, remember yeah. we you know we saw Titanic so uh, and back then they wouldn't show the same movies so if it was at the grand it wasn't at the cinema so if you really saw, yeah so you if you saw that. so if you saw Titanic you saw it at the grand oh it wasn't they wouldn't show it for both like that no they wouldn't compete like that it was weird now I can't remember were they owned by the same person I don't think so because I think that at some point in time Cinemark bought that out and I don't know how all that transpired of course okay. as a kid I didn't care you know yeah but, um, yeah I don't remember how that transpired that's interesting all right so you're you where'd you go to school Prairie Land Prairie Land yeah, don't hold it against me it's a cool no. school man it's hey awesome I, ju- school. I was just at Prairie Land for uh, I'm on the chamber and we do this thing called the chamber connect where yeah. we go oh, and yeah. kind of yeah, introduce yeah. different job opportunities to kids at schools and uh, I enjoyed the kids at, at oh, Prairie no, it's, fan- it's a fantastic school. I, th- I think when I was growing up, it was more seen as a country school. Huh. And so, you know, you had North Lamar and Paris High, and they were kind of the big schools. And so Prairie Land was always kind of the, the underdog. And so, but I've, we've loved it. We, when we, uh, my wife and I got married, we, you know, you decide like where we're going to put our kids and where we're going to live. And it was hands down, we're going to live in Prairie Land School District because we just, we just love yeah. it out there. Uh, what was your class size? Ooh. 60 maybe I don't remember 60 60 yeah oh. 60 70 something like that not, Kimmy not my wife she had like 16 in her class oh wow yeah she was uh, way out in the plains in Colorado yeah yeah but, no it, it wasn't bad and it was it, it's a still probably is a pretty close school district yeah uh, and of course it's funny now because most of the teachers I, I went to school with and I see them and I'm like oh yeah I remember in Mr. Moses class Shawana you know and all that kind of stuff so it's kind of neat now, is the same school they're in now, or is that new? It's you? new. Okay. It's, it, the high school then is the junior high now. And, okay, okay. But it's, you know, lots of the same stuff still there. And like I said, most of the teachers I went to school with now. Still there? Yeah, it makes me feel really old, so. Excuse me. Bless you. I just, just sneeze. Oh, okay, so just to let all of our listeners know, we are currently in, uh, and we'll get to this later, but we're currently in your store, 107. yeah. yeah downtown so there's cars passing yeah. there's a bit open roof there's birds yeah. flying um so if you and there's deliveries being made for because you're open <laughs> yeah. tonight right uh tomorrow night tomorrow yeah. night tomorrow yeah. so there's deliveries being made yeah. so if y'all hear something just roll with it yeah yeah open um, air, open air you get all of it so. open air all right so you graduated what did you do want to do when you left school Ooh man i didn't have no idea no uh, my idea. parents you know owned a nursery and landscaping business so but i had worked I was, we were just talking about this earlier because I run into some old friends, but um, I worked at a grocery store in high school. Uh, in town? Yeah, I worked at, uh, it was, I don't know if anybody even remember this, but it's Super H. It's where... Super H? H. Oh, okay. It's where uh, Bell's is now. Okay. It's Piggly Wiggly. It sold to Super H. They were out of Oklahoma. And so then it became Super 1. became Brookshire's. Brookshire's. So they sold out to Brookshire's. I went to work for Brookshire's after the whole transition. Okay. Uh, didn't stay very long, uh, just through high school and high school football. And then 
at some point in time they changed it over to Super One. Okay. Yeah, it was originally. Because I worked at Super One. Oh, did you really? In that in that oh, same yeah, yeah. building. Yeah. It was originally originally I was told it was Piggly Wiggly, and I remember it as a kid Piggly Wiggly, and then went to Super H, and then to Brookshire's, and then to Super One, and then to Bell's, I guess. So. Awesome. Crazy. That's- Awesome. That's it's neat crazy. though. It's neat, you know. And yeah. Plus, I was working in Marabou during all that. So yeah. That's kind of neat. That was cool. So, yeah. how long did you work there? Um, through college, basically, because I left uh, Brookshire's uh, my senior year and then went to a little uh, store across from Kroger called Texas Tea. And then okay. a little grocery store there and worked there. But no, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So, I was just telling my wife, I said, I, I know I didn't want to stay in the grocery business. It was kind of a cool little niche you know and yeah and some, some guys did obviously yeah, some people make it a career yeah for sure. you know, it's, it's a good little good little gig for sure but uh, no i had no clue you know and uh i was working for my dad uh, at some point in time i left the grocery business and uh i had joined a volunteer fire department and uh when i did that <clears throat> some guys had kind of got me to join you know and because i was 21 at the time had no clue what i wanted to do going to college and uh, then I realized at some point in time you could get paid to do that. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really? I mean, I enjoyed it, you know. Uh, and I went and got my EMT, and then uh, a, a good friend of mine, a real good friend of mine, uh, called me and he said, man, I'm going to the fire academy. Are you going with me? And I was like, man, I don't know. So we saved our money and uh, just kind of lit out to Kilgore and, and put ourselves through fire academy all around. Awesome. Own, so, awesome. Yeah. He went to work for the city of Denton, and I went to work for the city of Mount Pleasant back then. Yeah, which I've been to. I've yeah, met, yeah, I met a yeah. couple guys that kind of remember you. I think they've kind of changed yeah. over quite a bit. Yeah. But well, it's been that was in '95. So wow, that's a few years ago. So how long were you there? Uh, almost three years. Uh, I, I liked it down there. A lot of good guys. Uh, it was a small department at the time, and uh, but I, I love the guys I work with down there. They were super good. So we were talking the other day, you and I, mm-hmm. and you <laughs> you were telling me that you were quite the prankster. Oh my gosh. Of the of the department. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best prank you can tell us that, oh that you can tell us on air? <laughs> Let me tell you something. You, you could write books on what goes on in the firehouse. Oh, my goodness. And some, and some guys would rather not write books because they don't want it known. But, um, <laughs> you know, down there, uh, it was back then it was one little bitty station. And uh, there was only five guys per shift at the time. They've grown quite a bit. There are two stations, and I think about uh, 10, 12 guys a shift now. So it's grown. But um, just five of us, a little small station. And the bathroom door wouldn't lock good. And it had a sliding window mm-hmm. in there. And uh, the guys down there, because it's just a bunch of young guys, and you get time on your hands, and, and they kept they kept us busy. We had calls, but you just have some downtime. You just mm-hmm. do, so don't don't think bad about the guys. And it's just mainly all guys, you know, so it's, it's like, like summer. Like a frat house. Yeah, it's like a frat house, summer camp, you know. And so then guys just start just picking at each other, you know, especially when you get a little downtime. And uh, the bathroom would never lock. so. Always someone was getting either cold water dumped on them in the shower, <laughs> flour, which is horrible when you're standing there soaking wet. Um, and one of the guys, they had a little broomstick because a little sliding window wouldn't lock good. So they had like a half of a broomstick you stuck in the sliding window to keep from opening. And guys would inevitably go in there and take that broomstick all the time so the window would never lock. And they would come outside and get a huge water hose. And you'd be in the shower and they'd run that water hose through the window and just, and it's cold too, and they'd just soak you down, you know. Um, and so you're always like on edge, like I'm in the shower, I gotta hurry up and get out because something's gonna happen, you know. It's so funny. And then they go in, they'd flush all the toilets where big cold water oh, coming out. Oh my just, goodness! I mean, I hated taking a shower, you know, because they're always getting you. So, but but you did this just as much as they did. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a guy we worked with, and I always thought the flower was funny because I mean, it just cakes to you, and you just, it takes yeah. forever to get off. And we did more dumping 
flour in the shower than we did cooking with it. So, <laughs> yeah. And it, it probably stopped up the drains and who knows what all. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a mess. So how long did you do that? Um, I did that for three years down there. Got the opportunity to come to Paris. Uh, I took the test here and uh, Paris is home. You know, and I just yeah. always want to get back to Paris. And uh, you uh, commuted while you were there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I just drove back and forth to Mount Pleasant. It's, it's 24 on, 48 off. So you work one day, you're off a couple. Uh, and so, yeah, I got the opportunity to come back here. And uh, man, they offered me the job, and and uh, I couldn't turn it down. I wanted to be back in Paris. And it was a bigger department at the time, you mm-hmm. know, than Mount Pleasant was. So uh, I wanted the opportunity to come back here, and I did. And I spent about almost 10 years here with the fire department here in town. And, awesome. Uh, so yeah, I mean, just. And I like being a part of it. I mean, it was, it felt good being in Paris, you know, as much as I loved Mount Pleasant, I still do. Um, it felt right being in Paris and being, you know, driving the truck down. There's just something about seeing a big red truck come through the square downtown. Yeah. It's, it's great, man. Which it's I've great. met a lot of them now because I've done some uh, video work with them. Super good guys. So now every time I see them, I wave and they inevitably all re- oh, remember yeah. me. So they all wave back oh, real yeah. big and it's, it's real fun. I told somebody the other day, there, there's nothing like of all the things i mean it's it's there's so much goes on in the fire service it like i said we could spend four hours here and barely scratch the surface but um there's so much goes on and so much good in it you know for the guys themselves i mean you you can't hardly get into it without wanting to help people Mm -hmm. and it's just we would always say that you know you're there you're called on the worst day yeah and you're there to help people throughout their worst day and that's inevitably when people see firefighters is when they're really having a really really bad day and so you get that opportunity to help people. And I've seen just some, I've seen some stuff that can't, you can't write down. I mean, yeah. it's just amazing. And I don't mean the bad stuff. I mean, there's the bad stuff too, but I mean, it's just the good stuff. That's two in the morning, you're helping people, and it's just incredible yeah. to watch guys work and put their blood, sweat, and tears in it. It's awesome. Uh, and then two, then you get the whole time. I was telling some of the girls here at 107 the night, I said, there's, there's two kind of people that love firefighters, and that's women and, and little kids. And uh, because for some reason, women just love firefighters and uniforms and big red trucks. And then uh, kids just, I don't care, boys, girls, they just think it's the coolest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. You ask a kid what they want to be that's oh, inevitably, uh, I want to be a firefighter or a policeman or an oh, astronaut. Yeah. yeah. You, go, you go to school, you pull up in the truck, kids are just, they're standing there with their mouth open going, ah, uh, you know. And all you got to do is honk the horn and wave, and they're like, ah. You know, you're like, that's the coolest film in the world. You know, like, yeah, it's cool. Somehow this generation has YouTuber thrown in there somehow. I don't know how that happened, but. (laughs) Well, you know, we always, I've got a video. And when I was in Mount Pleasant, we stuck a little handheld camera. Uh, My last shift, actually, we we stuck it in the back, me and a buddy of mine, and rigged the camera up. And sure enough, my last shift, we worked the structure fire at 2 in the morning. And I was driving a Quint, big big ladder truck, and just caught it all on, on video. Well, now, man, everybody's got a GoPro, yeah. and the video quality's crazy. You know, we always wanted to do that, so now I'm like, man, I wish we had GoPros back then. You could yeah, I bet. Call some crazy stuff. Yeah. You know? Wow, so that's cool. You were a driver, too, because I know that takes different certifica- certifications, right, to be a driver? Yeah. And... Uh, down there, technically, everybody was a driver. Oh, okay. Uh, and then, uh, you know, when I moved to Paris, everybody, you, you do what they call step-up, so from time to time, do a lot of stepping up. and. The, the longer you're there, the more step up you do, and so the longer I was there, the more I drove. So, yeah, um, it's cool, man. I love my time and, and love the guys, and I just, I, you know, I, I looked at it this way. I mean, that's how I got to know Brett Holbert so good and stuff like that. But I just looked at those guys as my heroes, man. When you yeah. when you go to work, guys, guys are putting 20, 30 years in it. It it can be with all the good stuff comes the bad stuff too. And for a guy to put 20, 30 years in, I just I just thought the world of them still do. Yeah, Eddie Fitzgerald's. Uh-oh. One of, super good guy man one of my favorite guys man and he he's one of those he put a love him to death and and and, and come out 
come out of that uh, being a good Christian guy and just yeah. um, good family. Yeah, and, and and still loving life, you know, and not letting not letting all the the bad stuff kind of get to him and, and the positive attitude just a super great guy yeah there's, there's great. tons of them yeah tons of them, oh man. yeah definitely i mean i yeah. i can sit here and list off five that are oh, just yeah, yeah. close to me in my circle yeah not sure. you know including you and more yeah. um okay so you're there and uh where'd you go from there from, uh, from firefighting? we were doing ministry at the time ministry uh, yeah because with a firefighter even though you work overtime and you do spend a lot of time at the station obviously working 24 hours a shift um you still got downtime that you're off. That's why a lot of guys work some part-time jobs. Mm-hmm. So I did some odd and end stuff over the years, you know, and some carpentry and just odd and end things. Uh, but early on, we got into ministry. We had a youth pastor leave, and of course the church was like, hey, it was a small church, and they're like, we could really use your help, you know. And so we're like, yeah, we'll do it, you know. And uh, man, we just fell in love with, with kids, basically. It yeah. wasn't even the ministry aspect as much as it was just like hanging out with the kiddos. Of course, at the time we didn't have any kids of our own, and we would just go to camps and stuff. And uh, we just—I just loved it, you know. And so, as our kids kind of came along, it, it got a little harder, but uh, we stuck with it. And uh, probably, matter of fact, my whole time nearly at Paris, uh, I was doing youth ministry on the side, just kind of hanging out with kids on the Wednesday nights and weekends. And uh, the opportunity came—I uh, was almost at ten. Well, I was about nine, a little over nine years here at Paris. And uh, we had just been really praying about it, and the opportunity came. They kept telling us, "Hey, you know, we'll we'll put you on full time. You're going to leave, you know." And so, um, and just I, that's one thing about me, and, and you'll, you'll know that obviously being here at 107 is um, I don't mind taking risks, and I think that's that's the mindset of a firefighter. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't you just calculate risks, not crazy, yeah. you know, risk. Just calculate a risk, like looking at your options and making the right decision and taking a risk and uh most firefighters you get around them i mean they'll they'll do things you're like man you don't mind like hey that's that's my job you know i just yeah. I take risks so it was a risk to leave and we we left i went full-time did a full-time ministry for a few years so where in this because we've I've probably passed it but where in this so far have where did you meet your wife Ooh, um mount pleasant right yeah no right before mount pleasant fire department um I was doing my EMT, uh-huh. and which we went to school together, so she went to Prairie Land too. Um, so she was. But she was a to, lot younger, right? Yeah, three years, um, and so she was way out of my league. Way, way out of your league. Yeah, way out. And uh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, completely. Uh, I was. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. She was working at the uh, hospital, uh, going to school to be a nurse, and I was dropping off patients because I worked. I, through that, I'd worked a couple, couple of part-time EMS jobs too. Uh, worked for LifeNet for a few years and stuff. So, uh, and plus, working with the city of Paris, would would drop off, you know. But uh, back then, I was probably doing my EMT training. I was dropping off and I kept seeing her, you know. I was like, ah, way out of my league, you know. And then, uh, did just, you know, I guess the Lord knew better than that, and uh, kind of put us together and, and met up and um, been 21 years this year. Or so awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So when did kids come into the picture? Um, I went to work in Paris in 98. And At the fire station? Yeah, okay. firehouse here in Paris. So I left Mount Pleasant, came here. Uh, we started doing youth ministry around 2000, and then Caleb was born in 2001. Okay. So, so yeah. that about that time frame. Yeah, so awesome. it, it all worked out pretty good timing-wise. And it was funny because uh, I laughed because some, some of the guys I work with at the firehouse, uh, still great great friends with, um, 
everybody, I, kind of a big group of younger guys, I guess I got hired on pretty close. And man, everybody just started having babies, you know, and all of a sudden Firehouse just kids, it went from nothing to like kids everywhere, you know, yep. so it was cool. So it's awesome. Yeah. So you did ministry. How long did you do? Uh, we were in Blossom for uh, seven years and then went to East Paris for a couple years. Uh, and then we actually planted a church here in town for about four years. And I so. remember that. Yeah. So I think that 14. is the time frame when I first met you. Yeah, I saw you at Calvary. Yep. Yep. And yeah. I remember our first meeting. I don't remember a lot of times, but I remember our very first really? time I met you. Yep. Wow. So we were standing in the front of Calvary yeah. at their little like check-in table desk thing. Yeah. Um, and somehow we had gotten onto movies because I'm a huge movie buff and you're a huge movie yeah, buff. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and we just talked movies did, for... Did uh, we end up at Star Wars? I can't remember if oh, we got okay. to Star Wars or not. Surely. surely. I mean, surely. You don't get yeah. very far with no. me and not get into Star Wars. But, and I remember you leaving. I was like, dang, that's awesome. Because, you know, a lot of times you don't find people that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And big passionate in the movies. about it. Yeah, yeah and passionate yeah. about it. So uh, I remember being really excited about that meeting. Um, so that was my, my first memory of you. Well, you know, one of the things that, that helped that, and I hope, I hope people don't get the, uh, the wrong impression because. They, they work a ton of hours. They spend a lot of time during the day working calls. And, and sometimes those downtimes at the firehouse are needed because you just have got to decompress a little bit, you know. Yeah, check and, out just a yeah. little bit. And so yeah. at night times, man, movies, you know. And so uh, I don't know who will listen in here, but there's a couple guys that we would watch movies, you know. And it would be the same movie like Tommy Boy. Yeah. We stuck Tommy Boy on a VCR tape on top of the movies and we'd come in at night and sometimes after a call and just kind of sit down for a minute yeah. and rest and everybody be like, what do you want to watch? Like, do stick to Tommy Boy in? Because yeah. it's just funny. Go just, to, yeah. yeah you need just, something light after. And so what would happen at the firehouse you just inevitably end up saying those phrases through, through yeah. the whole and that's just it's just great because you're it's some kind of crazy call and you're like what you do Richard you know <laughs> so you know oh that's fun yeah I, I I enjoy being around people who watch a lot of show, TV shows or movies yeah because then I often, if someone says something that halfway resembles a line from a movie or a TV show, yeah. I'll just rep- I'll finish the whole yeah. line, and then oh, if yeah, someone yeah. in the room gets it, I, it's just like, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, you got me, you're you're with me. And what's cool fun. is you, you you get around people like that, you you're kind of kindred with, you yeah. know. And uh, Seinfeld was a big one around the firehouse too. You know, everybody would make back in the day make Seinfeld remarks, and you'd work over on some odd different shift, and then make a Seinfeld remark, and you're like, oh yeah, that's that's funny. Awesome. awesome. So, okay, so how long did you, you church plant? Um, about four years and just didn't get the traction we felt like we needed to get. So. And you had a unique um, group of people you're trying to reach, wasn't it? Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. I mean, we just, we'd been a part of a lot of churches. I say a lot of churches, it's not really true. We'd been a part of, of a couple of churches that we really loved, but um, I don't know, man. We just, we had been traveling and really digging into it a lot and found some churches that were really doing some ministry out there that felt more organic and felt more mm-hmm. uh, communal and, and man, we just kind of fell in love with it, you know, and thought, man, boy, I'd really love to have something like that in Paris. So uh, at the time we felt like it was, you know, it was our, our call to do that. And, mm-hmm. and I think it was, um, might've been a little early, you know, um, and uh, I had a lot to learn. You yeah. know, I mean, when you, you start something fresh like that, it's, I don't care if it's a church, it's a business, it, it's some, to some extent, not to be rigid, but to some extent, they're, they're pretty close, you know. Mm-hmm. And so once you 
or that lead person and starting something from scratch. It's tough, man. Oh, I can. And you know, imagine. and you know yeah. that. You know that. Well, Jumping mean, out and starting stuff, it's it's, it's tough. Yeah. And so that's a skill set, and it's 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 unique to have that. So, but we just decided after about four years to to change gears a little bit and met some really great people, um, and so just changed gears. And I think that's when you and I kind of. Yeah, because you together. shifted from there into Printworks, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, which is where we like became friends, basically. Yeah, yeah started really we, working. We were acquaintances. We knew each other, yeah. but we really became friends. Yeah. And I remember that first meeting, too. Um, Man, you got a good memory, dude. Yeah, huh? you had you were checking your kids in at um, Pants Day Out? No, what was it called? Probably. Oh, at uh, First Baptist. First Baptist, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, no, that's um, right. And I was working there for a stint, right. um, and... And I just was looking for something new. I, I'm I'm a very creative person, so I was trying yeah. to find something in the creative field. Creative, yeah. And um, at the time, we'll print, we were just rocking and rolling, needing more creativity. Yeah. Know? So we talked for I don't know, maybe ten minutes. You were probably late for work that day. Ah. Um, and uh, and sure enough, within a week, I think I was I was out of Printworks, yeah. creating uh, T-shirts and graphics and oh, websites, yeah, and I got awesome. to really, you know, that was the next step for me honestly going towards my career now uh that was kind of my baby step my dipping my toe into yeah. that you know doing what you love what i love yeah, yeah. for sure so um dude I was, I was so pumped to have you because uh and i know people know this probably but i can't say it enough it, it's cool to have guys like you around who's so creative you know and and really i think it's cool because you um help get those creative juices flowing if that yeah. makes sense uh, I think when you're around people like that are really creative, it helps you be more creative. Yeah, and so it's like definitely. positive peer pressure, you know. So, uh, yeah, I was I was super pumped to have you, and I shoot, man, I those were good times. So. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we worked for two years, and then I went off chasing uh, my dream a little yeah, more. Yeah, no, it was a cool deal. Um, and then, uh, so how much you? How long were you at Printworks for? Um, I was fixing to hit four years. Uh, matter of fact, this fall would have been four years for me. So it was a, it was a nice, good stint, and I learned a, a lot about business because there's some really sharp minds out there for sure. And I was, I think I was around two, maybe just a little under mm-hmm. two yeah, years. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, so we we spent a chunk of those four together. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, we put um, some good stuff together. So here we are. This is where I was wanting to get to. I know, yeah, right. We're sitting in 107, <laughs> which is what you... Yeah. How long have you had 107? Um, right now, with the podcast, uh, we bought it in July. And so this is um, October 2nd. So July, August, September. So this will be our going to our fourth month. I don't think people know that I record the podcast so far in advance. Oh, do you really? Yeah, because so you'll be like in November or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. So so if you're listening to it and it's super cold, it's it's nice and pretty today and warm. We're in shorts. Yeah, we're in shorts. Yeah, this is awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um but I I mean we've sit and talked about that. You you've got some pretty cool ideas and just vision for one oh seven. Not necessarily changing one oh seven because it's pretty yeah. awesome. It's pretty awesome, yeah. Just walking in the door. Yeah. But um you've got some pretty awesome ideas and is there one thing you're looking forward to? Um downtown downtown in general yeah because you know even with any kind of idea that we want to do here uh the more the downtown grows it'll, it'll just help That's us awesome. tremendously i being and i think that matters i know when we first started talking to brett and sherry who by the way if you don't know them um and even if you do they've they've just got a good 
eye for things like this. Mm-hmm. And I, I met Brad at the firehouse. I knew, had knew him before that a little bit, but really got to know him really good because I lived with him for a while uh, at the firehouse. And, uh, man, they did a phenomenal job getting this place started. And they're just, they're really very entrepreneurial. I mean, they've just got a good mind and eye for it. I and, don't know if I've met Brett yet, but I've met. I've done some work with Sherry. Oh, so super, I've, super good people, man. Yeah, and she's so, great. So they kind of had a good uh, idea. They had a great idea, and putting it all together. So they they've done the groundwork for me yeah. here. Um, but when we first started talking, she said, "You know, I have some people from DFW, and some people calling from out of town, wanting to buy 107." She said, "We really like to keep it local, you know, because yeah. just you've got that." You've got that mindset, and you're from here. And she said, we're, they were excited, you know, when I called them. So Definitely. I think that that matters for Paris. Mm-hmm. I think 10 years down the road, it may not matter as much. I think right now it's probably pretty important because we need people downtown, we need people in Paris that care about Paris and keeping it going and getting it built, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that downtown doesn't die, making sure that the right businesses are coming into Paris yeah. to support and give people jobs and stuff like that. So I think right now we're probably at a, a pretty interesting point. And maybe 20 years from now, it won't be as important. It'll grow enough where we can say, hey, yeah, let's, let's bring as many people whenever. But I think right now, having the right people in the right places downtown and stuff is just... Building the community. Yeah, it, it is. And growing up here, there was a point in time in the 80s when, you know, cruising Lamar and Walmart got built out there and Applebee's got built, which are fantastic. Uh, but downtown just took a hit. I mean, yeah. it just took a big hit. And my wife and I would drive down here and I'd tell her I said I think it's just going to die I think downtown is just going to die and it just broke my heart because uh, being from here my grandparents lived on 3rd Northwest at some point in time my grandmother had worked at the old Sears building back in the 50s mm-hmm. uh, my dad had and during high school apparently uh, worked as a soda jerk at Crest which is right beside Subway that's old mm-hmm. Crest building and so I mean we've got family history here in the yeah. fountain and you look at the old pictures and you're like man this we've got a beautiful downtown you know I and do not want to see it die even the fact that this downtown areas came back from like three different fires oh yeah I yeah. mean it's crazy you know that alone just yeah. says that we need to pour into it a little bit and just remember our history yeah and just uh, I think it's a I don't know. We like going to other, when you go. We drive through Silver Springs and see what they've done downtown. You just love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, I had worked in Mount Pleasant, and then we got the opportunity to open a print works in Mount Pleasant. We did, mm-hmm. and just, I mean, when I would go down there and spend time in Mount Pleasant downtown, I just loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's got a great vibe. Paris has got a good, a beautiful downtown. It's got a great vibe, but it could be so much better. Yeah. So huge potential. Huge potential. And so, and I always wanted to be. Even when we were planting a church, I always wanted to plant a church plan a church downtown Paris there's one happening there's one happening yeah and so that was our kind of thought thought man wow cool would it be to be downtown you just I don't know man it's got such a different vibe to it than when you're out on a loop and so uh to be when I got the opportunity to, to buy this place man we were just like ah oh, that's 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 where I want to be yeah. you know I love it sure do for sure that's exciting it's exciting so if you haven't had a chance to come to 107 <laughs> you should plug. definitely come plug to it. yeah. 107 it's yeah. an amazing and you've now you've now opened for a Lunches? Yeah, I've got Saturday lunch. By the time this podcast comes out, we'll have Wednesday through Saturday lunch. Wednesday through Saturday yeah. lunch. That's awesome. So we, we're, we're excited. And uh, and it, you added outdoor seating, which yeah, is Yeah, we really had some cool. outdoor seating, so it's cool. We've had some people stop by that are traveling from out of town. are like, hey, we saw your outdoor seating. And pretty cool. Because it's, it's got, when you go to Austin, you go to downtown Fort Worth, you go to all these places, you have places like this. And so Paris needs them. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's the time. And uh, even the younger uh age groups love it even more yeah. so it's yeah it's time 
And if you come on a good Saturday night, you might catch a live band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, having so. some live music. I mean, that's one thing that's cool about 4th and Fourth and 8th Street, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere between there and Austin. There's always, that's, that always happens bands, like man. It's just next so door cool. to each other. It'll be so happening. Cool. It's neat to walk down the street mm-hmm. and hear the live music. I mean, it's, it's just kind of cool. Mm-hmm. San Antonio's that way. Yeah. You're on the river walk Love and it. you hear jazz coming out of some of those places. You got to want to go in. It's, it's super cool. So, yeah, I want, awesome. I want it here. Well, thank you so much for being yeah, on my podcast. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah. Um, and I loved having you. We have got a lot of history. and Yeah. Uh, and I just love hearing people's story. I learned a few things I didn't know. Okay, I, one thing I didn't ask. Okay. So how many kids do you have? Three boys. Three boys. Oh, and yeah. How many kids am I about to yeah, have? I'm about to have three boys. Okay. So boys it's, club. It's, it's the three boys club, yeah. Yeah. So. I had worked with a guy years ago at the firehouse, and uh, he would always be like, man, three boy club, three boy club. It's yeah. crazy, you know. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, Corey, whatever. But, yeah. So what's your what's your best tip for three boys? Ooh, because uh, what's the age range? Uh, right now they are seventeen, fifteen, and eleven. Oof. So yeah, two teenagers. Um, it's cool, man. I mean, it, it's great having three boys. You know, we always wanted to get a girl in the mix in there, yeah. and, and it just wasn't in the in the works for us. Uh, which I've got uh, three nieces, so and they're super. So that's there you go. Yeah, it works. But um, yeah, ooh, advice. Um, patience um <laughs> you know the the cool thing about boys is they fight yeah but the cool thing is no that wasn't a cool thing the cool thing is is that they they fight and then 10 minutes later they can be getting along yeah you know where i've been told that when girls do that you know a week later they're still mad at each other still mad yeah at each other. so they hold on to it and boys are just like they they're punching each other and all of a sudden they're sitting on the couch playing video game like i thought y'all were fighting a while ago they're like oh no we're fine i'm like cool i mean cool. That's, yeah it's <laughs> That's awesome, and and plus, you know, being a guy, you get all the guy stuff. I mean, yeah, we're we're at least halfway into dirt bikes and stuff right now. And so, yeah, yeah, and I, I I've loved. Well, this could have happened with a girl too, but you know, one one of my boys is uh, oh, they're seven and five, and one's not here yet. But yeah. um, one's into YouTubing, which is oh, huge yeah. for me. You know, it's up my alley. And then I really think me and Kimmy have been watching the youngest. And he really loves coloring. And oh yeah, oh yeah. For a five-year-old, he yeah. colors really well. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he you know he can't quite do his alphabet, but he yeah. can color yeah. Hulk like no man, no other do five-year-old. Do y'all do Legos and stuff too? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you, I mean, I was that was cool. Huge at Legos. I mean, I know it sounds stupid, but as as a as a parent, you know, the, the kids get these big Lego sets for Christmas, and, you're, and part of you inside, you know, the kid yeah. is like, awesome. That's a boat, dude. It's like pirate Caribbean boat, you know? Yeah. You get stuff like that. I mean, it's just... I'm in there helping. They're like, can you help them put together? Like, oh, yeah, twist my arm, you know? Yeah, twist my arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's cool. Um, anyway, so that's awesome. Three Boy Club. Yeah. And yeah, um, just good friends. If y'all haven't met John Bratcher, y'all need to go meet him at 107. Um, as always, we try to release a new podcast every Monday. Um, check us out. We're on any podcast app on Android, on iPhones. You just find a podcast app, whether it's on your actual phone or on um, in, in the App Store, and search Paris, Texas, and you will find us. Uh, spread the word. Share it with a friend. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. <laughs>